0: Hello to all our viewers out there. We hope that you are having a great day. Welcome to It's CPA Time. And I am the C, Carolyn Leslie. I am your host for tonight. And I would like to welcome you to my co-host. And if you're wondering about the P, it is the lovely Pamela Norros. Hi, everyone. Okay. A, 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 A. That is the lovely
1: Amita Johnson. Hey, everybody.
0: We are so happy that you could join us. And we are so delighted to be here. We always try to bring the best information. Uh, we're humans, we try to be as honest as we can be. We share life experiences on here. Um, we share a whole lot of things and we just want you to sit back and feel comfortable. But before we go into our regular topic, we do have a segment called, It's Only One Side. Tonight on It's Only One Side, we have a very familiar topic. And most of you, when you hear it, you know, you may have a friend, family member, or somebody who has experienced that or you yourself may have experienced it. So I'm gonna jump right in with the topic. It says, help. I have a brother who is a family burden. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have a brother who is a family burden. This is not me, this is not Almeida, and this is not Pam but we may get a chance to share, you know, some of our experiences to match up with our topic. So I'm gonna jump right in and read it for you. It says, long story short, my brother is a bum. He loses every job soon after getting hired. Then he mooches our family and friends until he gets a new one, which is months later. The cycle is ever repeating. This includes him moving in, using their things, eating their food and wearing out their furniture, et cetera. Most recently, he lost his job and tried going to our parents. They did not have room for him due to helping my other brother and his family who were facing hardships due to the pandemic. Okay. So my parents called me asking me to take him in just long enough for him to get back on his feet. Mind you, he takes months, not days, not weeks, but he takes months to get back on his feet. I stupidly agreed under the condition that I'd only give him four months to get another job or he'd be out on the streets. He and everyone else agreed. They agreed to these conditions and my nightmare began. Wow. He's a slob who never cooks or cleans, but instead he eats my food and he trashes my house. He never listened to me when I told him that he needed to contribute by at least cleaning behind himself and washing his own clothes. That's right. right? He wouldn't even wash his own clothes. I guess he didn't listen to me because he severed several years my elder. Well, his four-month deadline approached, and I told him that he had two weeks to get lost. He called and cried to our parents that I was putting him out. They told him that he knew and agreed to my four-month stipulation and that he had to respect the agreement. But as my older generation does, they called and gossiped to all of my aunts and uncles about our situation. Well, my outspoken aunt called and scolded me for preparing to put out my own flesh and blood, who I knew had nowhere to go. She called me cruel for abandoning the family when they need help, and she said that I was raised than it, I let her talk and respectfully agreed with what she was saying. I thanked her for showing me that helping family is so important. And she was proud that I understood. Following her advice, this is the next day. I helped my brother pack his things into my car. I took him to our aunt's house. Thank helped you. Helped him take his things out of my car and onto her porch, and Ooh. drove off after wishing Ooh. them. Again. I even Ooh. gave him fifty dollars as a send-off money before I made it back home. My aunt left me several voicemails, screaming and cursing. My parents called and asked why was she blowing up their phone like that. I explained exactly what happened. (laughs) And they said that it was a great idea, being that my aunt seemed so concerned and seemed like she wanted to help. I called my aunt back to remind her that family helps family. (laughs) She (laughs) hasn't spoke to me in over nine months. My brother is still living there without a job. I'm fine, and I have no regrets, so I need no advice. I just thought I'd write in for my sweet aunt. So you have my so do you have any advice for my aunt,
1: Ruthie? Okay,, so I, I want to go first. Okay. Okay, I want to go first. So this uh brother. Who goes from house to house, family to family? Um, there was no mention of any kind of mental issues that he doesn't have any deficiencies right so, and so i I, I take it. we just have one side of the story. I take it that he's level, he's stable. What's happening is no one has given him tough love that will have consequences. So in there, it said that he was older than the brother he was staying with. So um, I don't know their age ranges. It didn't tell that. But it seems to me he... He does not respect the boundaries of other people, that right. they are being truthful when they say four, four months is what the limit is. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do take family for granted. We do go through that because they love us and they see that, okay, this isn't working out for you. That isn't working out for you. That's a tough break. At right. some point, though, you have to settle. You have to settle on something. Every day at work is not going to be a great day. Anybody that's had a job over six months knows that. Some days are good, some days are bad. Find a position, find an industry that you enjoy doing. And so that may mean you need to connect with your higher power, with God. Right. For God to say, "What is it you want me to be? What am I designed for? What is my purpose?" Um, so that He could get to the right spot, and that way He can have some stability, um, and and stop all the movement. Another thing with that is when you're in somebody else's stuff, we were taught do more than you would do at your own. Wow. So when you go, when I was growing up, if you went to spend the night, spend the night with your sister or brother, you got up, you made your bed up, you offered to cook breakfast, you um, kept the room tidy. I mean, that that's how mama taught us to be. Right. So the, the aunt was very uh, well-meaning when she spoke. But it's really hard when you got to take your own medicine. That's right. right. So what she has to do with him is give him a deadline. It's been nine months now. Give him a deadline. And Mm -hmm. um, when that deadline comes, whether he's ready or not, you got to let him go on to the next spot. And maybe (laughs) he needs some help with um, doing stuff setting goals trying to reach goals uh being focused on things um stuff like that so that's just my take on it
0: (laughs) I, Mm -hmm. i do agree i heard something you said like we were raised to you know treat somebody else stuff better than you treat your own you know when you get up to show you you know i appreciate you i get up i make sure i make the bed make sure i clean up wash my own clothes i mean everything else is free to, you know, you stay in rent free and all of that. So mm-hmm. I, I thank you for that. That that made a whole lot of sense. It, it took my mind back to my upbringing. Thank you, mm-hmm. Almida. You're welcome. Okay, let's get from the fabulous Pam
2: Pam. Woo-hoo. <laughs> okay. Um, I love what Almeida said. And that was wonderful. Wonderful advice for the bum. That was great advice for the bum. But for Ruthie, for Aunt Ruthie, she needs to take a, a lesson from what the uh, was that a brother mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that that okay she needs to take a lesson from the other brother's book because like you said, Almeda and and Carolyn, you know, there were things that we were taught to do and nobody should have to tell you that um, Mm -hmm. you need to wash your clothes. You need to uh, clean up behind yourself. You need to offer, you know, to, to, cook or buy groceries or participate uh, and contribute to a household that is helping to take care of you. I say. Um, mm-hmm. We don't know how old these people are, but um, from what the brother said in his letter, this has been a repeating pattern mm-hmm. where this particular sibling is going from relative to relative to relative. And he's making a circle and starting over again. And they need to help him stop the cycle. And maybe they need to have an intervention, but they need to come to an agreement that, okay, he's not learning from the help that we're giving him. Mm -hmm. We need to make him accountable and make him stand on his own two feet
0: exactly
2: yeah like like you said Almeida tell him you have you have another month or two months whatever your deadline is you have to have a job and you have to move out otherwise um, well you have to move out and the other family members have to stand in agreement and say, you can't come here. You can't come here. No, you are going to be on your own. He can get a job, but there's no reason for him to build a life because he has this whole group of people that are helping to take care of him and upholding him in his mess. And it's time for them to band together in order to stop the cycle. And people are going to get mad. The brother's going to get mad. But in the end, it is going to be the best thing so that this brother can have the best quality of the rest of his life. That's right. I like that. that. I really like that
0: too. I did. And if it, it, she said, it so in in like a monotone, she just, you know, she let it out <laughs> like this. So, uh, but I, I listened to the both of you and that, you know, too many times I feel like we enable people rather than helping them because family mm-hmm. members may, you know, feel a sense of entitlement because their family, they feel mm-hmm. like, you know, hey, you know, I'm your brother. You're going to do me like that? You know, okay, I'll take you in, but the condition you stay four months, then you got to get yourself back out of here.
1: Mm-hmm. While
0: you're here, you know, you cook, clean, do your own laundry, but he did, you know, just the opposite. So when right. you go in, what you call it, the, when you breach your contract, so to speak, you know, if I let you stay here for free, like I mean to say, get up, make your bed up, mm-hmm. you know, clean up. And um, the auntie... <laughs> I don't think she's gonna be very quick to speak again on, on a situation like that. What <laughs> y'all think? Uh I well,
2: what she said, I mean, what she said was right. You know, we we are here to help our family members. Um we are here to, you know, give them a helping hand if needed. But this has gone way above and beyond. This has become a cycle, a, 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 a cycle of disrespect, um, a cycle of bad behavior, you know, a cycle of laziness, and it's not benefiting when you, you're supposed to give someone a leg up. Mm-hmm. And right. they're giving him a leg up. They're giving him a a place to a place to crash to and be taken care of. Exactly, and, and he's not advancing. So they need to. So now it's time to let's rethink this and and change our strategy because this is not working. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. So how do you make that
0: transition though from taking them in and agreeing to letting them come? to you know within months you see you know that he doesn't have any respect for you your house and things how would you tell the viewers to transition from that so you don't get caught up in your emotions what would you say amita to that
1: okay i would say let's have weekly family meetings and kind of figure out okay are you what's the progress on the Job hunt. What's the progress on the place to live? And he's probably just gonna get so tired of me. <laughs> the that he's probably gonna move out before the time. Like, <laughs> what you been <really> doing here? <laughs> that you ain't. Last week you had no prospects of a job. And every place I know is still looking for employees. Every industry is still looking for employees. And you Mm -hmm. ain't got nothing. Okay, well, what what you doing about somewhere to stay? Exactly,
0: exactly right.
1: Okay, ain't no apartments opened up. Okay, tell me where you looked at. So he'll get tired of me badgering Mm -hmm. him.
0: Right. Yeah, Mm
1: -hmm. yeah. Yeah. We're going to have weekly meetings. Yeah. Tuesday, Tuesday at 6, uh-huh. instead like of 6 dinner, p.m sharp. yes it's, instead of dinner we gonna have a meeting right. <laughs> so I, you, I, I, just I, think think, I just think accountability some yeah. some um schedule of accountability right so that at, at three months he he won't wake up and say oh it's three months already." yeah dude what's up What's right? What you
0: doing? <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> Thank you. That's real good and humorous too. And mm-hmm. hey, what would you tell the people? You know, if they run into that situation, they feel obligated to help to help because it's a family member. You know, how you feel guilty and you want to help. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, what would you tell them
2: that's listening? Uh, I would tell them it the same as what Almida said. You know help them to, you know, line up the steps. Okay. This is, these are the steps that you need to do. How, how are you progressing? But after a while, it may get to be to where you have to be firm and stick to your word. Uh, If, if someone is making progress, then of course, you you would continue to help them. But if, in spite of the the family meetings, in spite of uh, people encouraging him to uh, follow these steps, you know, and and do these things to get on his feet, and if he is not putting out the effort, to do that then you may have to make the hard choice of uh putting putting him out letting him fend for his himself and you know those streets are cold and they are mean and if he gets exposed to that Hmm. and looks around and says wait a minute there's There's where's my safety net? My safety net is gone. Mm Is this what life is like without my safety net? Right. Then, you know, they will fuss and they will holler and they will cry and they will talk about you. But if you stick to it and let them experience life without their safety net, I bet he will straighten up.
1: Yeah,
2: and he's not mm-hmm. to ever be in that position again, right? Thank you. And you, <laughs> and you can't, you know, and you're gonna feel bad because mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you you want to help, but if the other way isn't helping, then you know, as uh, Almida said it at the beginning, tough love, tough, right. Love. right. Yeah. And reality yeah. is reality, you
0: know. Right. Uh, just an important thing, just don't don't feel like you have to do it. You know, feel like you know I'm a, I'm gonna help you to you know to a point, and after that, you know, mm-hmm. you gotta go because I mean, if if you like, I mean, was saying, okay, uh, two months. Are you showing me you've been out there? Everybody's hiring. Nope, like she said, nobody, nobody. Mm-hmm. And 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 Pam said that safety net. When they go, oh, you gonna wake up. Mm-hmm. And you do better. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a do or die situation. So thank you all for that. Uh, we hope that you got something out of there. But remember, it's only one side. This is the side of the brother telling the story. We don't know about, you know, we don't know what really happened in the situation. We're looking at it from only one side. So thank you for joining us. We're going to uh, go on into our topic for tonight, which is the trial and error approach. The trial and error approach. So, which of you ladies, and you don't have to do a dictionary definition of what it is about, what it, what it means to have trial and error. Uh, who wants to give us a, just a not a dictionary definition, but just something that the people can use relating to trial and error. What is it?
2: Um. You know, I just have something uh, short and sweet. Um, Success only comes about through trial and error. You have you have to try. You may fail. If you fail, you learn from that. On. what to do for your next try Mm -hmm. you may succeed or you may fail and you learn the lesson from that failure and you use those lessons for your next try so um trial and error is necessary to reach success however big or however small the goal is. That, I think that's that's the process. Okay, thank you for that. Thank you because we want we
0: want the people to, you know, sometimes they say, well, I tried and it didn't work, you know, and uh, I left it alone, but no, it's trial and error. Get back up and, and keep doing it. And so I'm gonna go into this question. I, I want Amita to take this question. Uh, trial and error you know the young folks say oh everything's popping that means it's going well it's awesome it's this is that so when you when it comes to trial and error is it popping or
1: flopping (laughs) (laughs) okay i would say it's popping
0: okay
1: i would say it's popping and this is my rationale for that Okay. when you do something and we're just going to say trial and error, we're doing something new. Um, When you do something, learning occurs. When you do something for the first time, learning occurs. Mm -hmm. So in the pandemic, when we were in the first couple of months of it, And we were sheltered in place. Um, A lot of us had to learn how to do our hair, how to do our nails, because we were not going to the beauty shop, and we were not going to the nail shop. So trial and error for somebody who loved to go to the uh, nail shop, and that that was their thing. I ain't got nothing against it. I've gone myself. So if it's a person that went all the time, every week or every two weeks, and then the shops were closed and you had to learn, you had to do it on your own. You kind of did some YouTube research and kind of looked at the video, and said, okay, I can order that. I can get that. And we weren't really going to the store. So Amazon was our best friend. So you, you order some nail polish, you order the supplies and you try to do it and you go like, this is a hot mess. a hot mess but then you say okay we sheltered in place I can't go nowhere I'm gonna try it again so each time that you try you are learning something so by doing a trial run of it you say okay Well, maybe if I do it this way, the polish won't get all over my finger. You know, know, my fingernails, my fingers, everything. So if I use this, if I polish that way, instead of just big strokes, then I can get a better coverage. So even though it's not like the shop and I ain't too proud of it, It's not like the first time. (laughs) (laughs) So in a couple of more tries and get some more tunes and get some more stuff, you are at a point where you go like, when the shops open back up, I can go. But if I'm in a tight, I can do it myself. Right. So Mm -hmm. the next trial and error, I would say it's on and popping, baby. It's popping. I agree (laughs) with I learned something. If you keep at it, you will learn something. Each time that you do it, you get better. So when Mm -hmm. I first started curling my hair myself when I was a teenager, baby, I done burnt all this up around (laughs) him. Oh, goodness gracious, what's going on? But each time I curled my hair with the hot curlers, I got better skills that's the word skill. I got more skilled at it Mm -hmm. that I knew how to, how hot to set the curling iron, how to hold the curling wand, how to get it to do what I needed it to do. Each time I got a little bit better. So Mm -hmm. when I didn't have the time or the money, the resources, which was that camera, the resources to get what I needed for my hair. I could get, I can do it myself Mm -hmm. and it could pay. So uh, through that trial and error, I learned what worked. Also Mm -hmm. you learn what doesn't work, you know? And since I'm left-handed, when I first started, I would curl it backwards and it would bend the hair the wrong way. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Left-handed. Left-handed. So I'm like, oh, Oh, that's wrong. That's real wrong right there. So I had to get in the mirror. I mm-hmm. love handed, so see it backwards. I had to get in the mirror and say, oh, it goes that way, not this way. And so um, for me, I say it's popular.
0: Okay. I, I agree with that. I want to jump in and then I want to go to Pam. I want to get her input. You know, um, a lot of people say, well, you, we need to plan." I'm a big I'm a big uh, trial and error person. Um mm. uh, but there are some instances where I do feel um uh, planning and 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 strategizing is 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 some kind of way it's soaking into me a little bit, but I'm definitely a trial and error person and I do agree when that pandemic hit baby you had <laughs> all kind of Oh my god, you had everybody doing everything for themselves. People learned to cook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, cuz you couldn't go into the restaurants. You could you could drive by maybe get something maybe, and that was like way months later before you could do that. So, wow. you had to learn like she said learning occurs. And sometimes we are scared of learning. You know, we're scared of it because we feel like if I step step out there and someone sees me, you know, if I move away from here and I don't make it and I gotta come back, uh, I'm gonna be shamed that I didn't make it. But no, that's trial and error, baby. You can go to uh, Timbuktu and you get over there and it doesn't work, bring yourself on back.
1: I'm you know, because
0: that. we have to learn. Everything is not given to us. We have some <laughs> things we have to go you know, after ourselves and get. So I'm gonna say it's Popping, it's popping. <laughs> Thank you, Abbi, for that. That was that was really good. It took my mind back because I went through all that, baby. I, I had, the, I well, I bought the set, the nail fouling set ooh, five years ago, but when I was doing that last little step where you get ready to put the polish on, I had lumps everywhere. I couldn't see it until I polished it. So. <laughs> You know, I didn't never, I should have went on because like you said, every time you do it, you learning something, you learning something, you curl your hair backwards, being left-handed, left, I got a left-handed daughter, they be tickling me so bad, y'all tickling me the left hand, but you learn how to be, uh, you know, I won't say ambidextrous, but you learn how to, you know, do that, take that left hand and do what you needed to do.
1: Mm -hmm. You know, to get
0: that hair looking good. So you weren't going to leave out of that house looking any kind of way. If that hair bent the wrong way, nah, you weren't going to do it. Yeah, yeah. So thank you. That (laughs) that was funny. That was funny and good (laughs) advice. Pam, what you think about trial and error? Is it flopping or popping? Trial
2: and error is popping. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Trial and error, I don't want people to think it's just you accidentally doing something um I like what you said Carolyn about planning and strategy um you do need to plan just as uh Almeda gave in her example about the nail polish you know I can't get my nails done at the shop so what do I need to do well I need to I need to to watch some YouTube videos and find information on which products I need. I need to order my supplies and get them in. I need to uh, watch this video. Do I use this stroke? Do I use that stroke? All of that is included in what we call trial and error. And um, what I think is so important is the trial part. There is no shame in trying because uh, you have to try something new, to try something different means that you're growing. You're growing person. You're growing in your character uh, because you're you're getting stronger and you're not afraid uh, as you, as much as you were in the beginning and you're becoming this bigger and stronger person mm-hmm. through, through the tribe. Um, I've, I've, I heard this and I continue to say it. Um, it was a comedian, but it's so true. If you are doing the exact same thing that you were doing 10 years ago, if your life has not changed one bit, you are not living. You are not growing. We, we, we have to. We, that's the only way to live. Living equals growing and learning. It's a daily process. Mm-hmm. So, you know, big ups to trial and error. Yeah, I may fall on my face. And some people may be whispering behind my back. You know, she tried to open that store and she ended up having to close it after six months. It didn't work. Well, you know what? I learned some valuable lessons. Right. Say it. Say it. I'm going to take those lessons. I'm going to make changes to my plan. And I'm going to try again. And you and you try again and you may succeed, you may fail, but then you try again. But eventually you're going to get to where that success is just beaming down. And now everybody's looking like, mm, I knew she was going to make it. She never gave me, but I knew she was going to do it. <laughs> Look at that <me>, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was good. That was good. good. I hope that y'all listening. Are listening
0: because we be putting out some stuff, and this is stuff you can take and apply it to your life. You know, yeah. because yeah. we we right. not just talking. Go ahead, sweetheart. I'm sorry. Uh, we're not just talking about trial and error in a business sense or uh, just self care. What about relationships? You know that don't work. You know, well, I ain't gonna try no more because I was with this guy. He hurt me and I I can't go back through that. You know, I was with this girl and she broke my heart and I can't take that pain no more. So um, by us coming on here and letting you know, it's okay because it's trial and error. And uh, I like what Almita said, you're learning. Pam said you're living, what was it? Living, it was three things, living, learning, and growing. Living, learning, and growing. And growing. Yeah, we see, I see a t-shirt now in in the future with that, yeah. Literally learning and growing because ain't no way you can make it if you just stop at point A. The first time you jump out there and say, you know, I'm going to learn how to make the letter I. But you don't make it the first time. You say, well, I ain't going to try no more because this, you know, it was too hard to make it. Don't look like an I or whatever. Get out there and dot that I again. You know, we give up too quick. And I'm, 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 I'm really just, you know, preaching to myself right now. Cause sometimes we give up and we're scared to jump out there because the market may not be good. i am not beat myself up. To our producers all the time. You 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 just be too hard on yourself. So you don't give up. Jump out there and try again. If that boyfriend hurt you, that girlfriend hurt you, she broke your heart, why haven't you tried it again? Why are you in the house? and letting your hair grow all in your face and, and your fingernails are curled up and your toenails need growing. Why are, you, why are you afraid to get back out there and try it again? We know what successful people say. They say trial and error is a slow road. Amita, what do you think about that? Instead of a sure road, is trial and error, uh, should people call it a slow road? Or uh, do you see it as a slow road?
1: Well, it, it's a slow road to a defined end, to a, di- to a sure thing. Wow. Okay. My mom was an excellent cook. By today's standards, she would be a chef. Wow. Mm-hmm. She could make pound cake that would just lay you out. You hear me? Miss Sister. Miss Sister Evans would baby do them pound cakes that would lay you out. So, she told me that her first pound cake was terrible. Her second pound cake was terrible. Her third pound cake was terrible. She kept At it. And I will say this: there, I don't think there's anybody that could touch my mama's pound cake. Wow. Mm -hmm. And she said it didn't happen in six months, it didn't happen in a year. She said it took some time. But once she got that pound cake down, (laughs) it was on and popping. (laughs) Hey, poppin', poppin', poppin'. It was on and popping. So it, it may have been a slow road, but it was a sure thing, baby. Okay. It was a sure thing. And it so it depends on what you're trying to do. Um, I'm gonna flip this just a little bit. God allows us to experience um spiritual things in a natural setting. Mm -hmm. so the best people that i say are very good at trial and error are parents Mm. parents get the opportunity to explain to a child for the very first time why Mm -hmm. why why because this why can't i go to the store because we're about we're about to to have dinner why because before it gets too late why so you you go down this road with them also because parents have to have solutions to problems that they don't even know are gonna come up mm-hmm. so you got three children this one wrote on the wall this one wrote on his 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 brother's uh, jacket and then the little baby just sitting there like I ain't got nothing to do with this I ain't in none of this mm-hmm. so you have to figure out how you still gonna get out that door on time to get them to daycare to get them to preschool and you to work mm-hmm. so you have to figure out a whole lot of stuff and some of it may work some of it may not work I have uh, a friend who through trial and error learned I need to have these backpacks at the dump. Not not in the bedroom, on the, on the little chair beside the bed. Not in the family room, all lined up at the door. You get your stuff and you get in the car. So she learned through processes. She learned through doing it over and over and over again, what will work for them to get out the door so she can get to work on time, they can get to school on time. That was a process that she went through to get to uh, this. This is what works for us. So when you do those types of things, Mm -hmm. you become a very good problem solver, regardless of what the problem Mm -hmm. is. So trial and error gives you an advantage in the long run Mm -hmm. over your lifetime. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Girl,
0: I'm soaking all that up. I'm soaking all
1: that up. Yeah. Yeah, so parents, parents go through a lot of stuff. The children throw up, okay, was he allergic to this? Or did he just eat too much? This happened, this one sneezing, this one doing this. Okay, I got to figure stuff out. because Okay, there's a book, but when they throwing up, who finna read a book? You got to figure it out. And um, so it's a lot of things that parents experience for the first time that they had to figure out. What will work for them? Mm-hmm. You know, some parents comb the little girl's hair at night and tie it up. And some parents say, I don't care what you do. That good sleeps so wild, I'm going to have to still do it in the morning. They have to see <laughs> what works. They have to see what works. But when they figure it out, that gives you, the body has muscle memory. And so what it does is when another problem comes up, it may not be the same problem, but it it allows your brain to use the same um, process mm-hmm. to solve the problem so that you're not dead in the water that you're not stressed to the hills you know all of those things and you learn parents learn that it's kind of like boot camp death by fire everyday
0: <laughs> <laughs> Looks like I can see that in a book somewhere. You know, it just—it was really, really just peaceful. Thank you, thank you, Amita. She be going so deep, boy. I'm telling you, I'm just sitting <laughs> up and out across my hands. I was like, no, I'm gonna God, I'm on, I'm, on, you know, I'm on this. Pile. I'm on live. We sit up. So, good. This uh, is. This <laughs> you is God know how you ever is, been before is. a storyteller.
1: Mm. Have I say that again?
0: You know, it's like being before a storyteller. Oh, okay, okay. You know, it get real good, and you don't want nobody saying nothing. You be like, "Well, shit, I'm okay." You know, so (laughs) that's how I felt just a minute. God, God be the glory to God be the glory. So, thank you, Almita, so much for that insight. I hope y'all. I promise you, I hope y'all listening. So, Pam, I want to flip. I want to switch it up just a little bit because I want you to come, and we got about maybe five or six more minutes what do you say to the young crowd who is in school and I know we touched a bit you know on education a while back but what would you say to the young learner who has flopped and don't know how to get back up what because we're living in a uh era where we got the xyz you know and y'all know it's like that microwave generation they ain't got time for that. So what would you, what advice would you give to them on trial and error? And it could be in any, in any capacity.
2: Well, because really what we're talking about as um I think someone I, I don't remember who said it earlier is that um you can use Uh, what we're saying in just about every every area of your life, including uh, education. Um, Number one, you can't be afraid to fail. Number two, you have to pick yourself back up. Look at what is working. Look at what is not working and try a different approach to see if that will work. Mm. Um, I, for me, when I was in school, um, I discovered that if I paid attention in class and took notes that by the time test time came around, all I had to do was read through my notes mm-hmm. and I was ready for the test um other people would you know they wouldn't pay attention they're cracking jokes and every time the teacher turned his back you know you know talking (laughs) flirting with you know flirting with another student you know two rows over and passing notes so when test time came Oh my God, oh my God, I got to stay up all night and study for the, and study for Mm -hmm. this and, you know, and you make a bad grade. Well, you can't cram three weeks of classwork into one night to pass a test. Some people need complete quiet in order to, to concentrate and focus. If that works for you, fine. Some people, the the quiet freaks them out and they have to have music playing in the background in order to focus. If that works for you, fine. You know, you have to to, uh, be willing to open yourself up to uh, exploring what is working, what's not working. Well, if that's not working, then let me change that part And now, you know, and you keep building and you keep building. And pretty soon what works will outweigh what's not working. And it's on and popping.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That that was worth this top. That was really good. Uh, I know young people, they don't have the courage a lot of times to, you know, trial and error sometimes flattens, Mm -hmm. you know, flattens them out. Right. So that was really really good like you said find your style your niche you know you might like you say you might study in a room full of noise you might have to have it reacquired you know we have to find what works for us mm-hmm. in all areas not just business not just education not just relationship not just self-care but trial and error I do believe that it's universal it's a universal approach yeah you know to everything we do
1: Mm
0: -hmm. so amita you want you want to jump in we got about two minutes maybe two minutes
1: um i've done a lot of trial and error in my life in all aspects spiritual work-wise relationship friendships family and it just gives me the it makes me be brave to keep going and to keep trying that's what it's done for me. Okay. In the last minute, Pam, before we
0: we turn off in the last minute, because that was really good. The young people really
2: needed to hear that.
0: My mind went well, way
2: back I to school to hear it myself. Um, I needed to hear it myself because, um, like uh, Almeida said, you you use this in so many different areas of your life, and there are some areas that I am more open. To trial and error Mm -hmm. than other areas of my Mm -hmm. life. I'm a little more unsure, you know, and, and, and I need to develop those trial and error processes so that I can be more successful in those areas. So I'm going to go back and listen to this myself. (laughs) Me too.
0: Me too. I really am glad you said that because I I go back anyway and just try to, so that, you know, we, we, that was a whole lot of biting biting off and chewing and swallowing because it got emotional at one point and you know we're trying to really steer you in the right direction don't give up everybody makes mistakes yes if you fall i mean you get back up right it's not the end of the world they're not going to glue you to the ground so get you know get yourself back up and 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 get re i don't i may not want to say re-energize what's the word i want to Y'all give me a good word to use. Get back um, up and recharge and uh
1: oh. get back up and, and and pick your self-esteem up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is gonna take more than a minute, but I'm I'm just okay. So when I was younger in high school, I would listen to all my girlfriends tell me I wouldn't date him. I don't think he's for you. Okay, so I listened to them. And then, okay, I don't have a boyfriend and I get a boyfriend, I don't have a boyfriend then. But this whole time, why my girlfriends got their boyfriends? Mm. <laughs> so I had to wake up and say, okay, what do you like in a dude? And 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 if the dude was treating me the way that I want to be treated, I ain't care what they said. But it took me quitting my boyfriends. I uh, beat most of the time. I was gonna get quit. Oh, mm. anyway, um, <laughs> before I said like, okay, that's fine. Why? Why you you consistently got a boyfriend, but I ain't I ain't got them. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: This,
1: ain't, this ain't working for me. This ain't working for me. So to just kind of rel- <sighs> trust yourself mm-hmm. in your decisions on some things
0: trust right. yourself right just trust okay. yourself yeah. well
1: there you have it
0: y'all trial and error if you don't get back up and start again it's your own fault at first you don't succeed ladies do what try, try, try,
1: try again, again. Yeah, we
0: love you and we thank you so much for listening uh, to us and with us and we hope that we have said something that would encourage you to get back up and try again. Yeah. I don't care if you failed that 50 times, get back up. That's it. Uh, once again, this is it's CPA time and we will be back with you soon with another broadcast. Thank you so much, ladies. And you would just kiss them off goodbye. We love <laughs> you. And thank you. Mom,
1: mom, mom. Thank you.
0: <laughs> goodbye.
1: Bye-bye. Bye.